no matter what you've been through, there is purpose in your pain that you've been through. Um, it's not random. Everything that's happened to you thus far in your life has happened to you for a reason. You may not know what that reason is yet, but it's for a reason. And the reason is so much bigger than you can ever imagine. So I know it may be uncomfortable. I know at times it may hurt. But if you just lean into that pain a little bit, you'll find your freedom. Welcome back into Climbing the Summit podcast. Today we have Danielle Hogan here. And uh, I could tell you all kinds of things about her, but we've been talking for about 10 minutes and I don't even want to mess up the flow of things. So we're just going to get right into it. Um, <laughs> right into it. How are you today, Danielle? I am great. Fantastic. How are you doing today, Danny? Oh, I'm doing better now that I'm talking to you. This has been exciting just because um, this is like the first time that we've had like a one-on-one -on -one together. Everything right. else has been uh, group related or I've seen you or it's been through text messages. So it's really like cool to to catch your actual vibe, if you will. Um, yeah. So you were just about to tell me about your climb and part of it and your personal summits. Well, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <was a> horrible <laughs> setup. Horrible setup. Ah, well, we were talking about, I know, um, before I go into this a little bit about things that we're planning to do, things that we're wanting to do. Um, one of the things I was commenting on was I really am excited um, to make my journey, my transformational journey into written form. So um, now I want to say about a good three months of my journey, and it was just interesting. <laughs> and I don't think I've read anywhere where I saw someone um, writing everything from their journey from start to finish. Like, okay, this is where I was before I started. This is how I thought, you know, some of my experiences. And then you just all along the journey where you get to read with them and see until they've gotten where they are presently. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be real interesting. <laughs> there are no books like that because it's almost as if unless you were already talking about it before you found this understanding, we're talking about three principles, we're talking about Sid Banks, um, unless you were talking about your experience before then, it's almost like you forget almost instantly what was life like before. Is that something you were running into or like... Tell me about that, like the experience of now that you're here. Well, um, now that I'm here, it's been interesting because I'll have days where I do forget. <laughs> and when I was going through the process, that wasn't necessarily the, the, um, the outcome. So during the course of that journey in the beginning, I was so immersed in it where it wasn't so, um, I, I, I was pretty constant basically with when I found myself slipping back into an old thought pattern or thought process and I could just, Oh, okay. I see that, you know, um, or I'm saying different things in my mind, you know, on that thought wheel. And I'm like, Oh no, you know, I've noticed more in the present as I've gotten busy with more projects and day-to-day day -day things, and I'm not necessarily 
um, going through that transformational coaching journey, it's, it's not so in my face every day, if that makes sense. Quite does. Okay. <laughs> so, so we are going to go back because Danielle just recently celebrated her one year anniversary with the principal. So we will go back to that. But w- when you say that it looks different now because it's not in your face, now that it's not in your face, because there's so many of us out there who we did go through the, the principal's understanding and it did look very clear. Mm-hmm which way to move and which, but once we stepped outside of, Hey, getting that daily coaching or getting that, that, that intensive training, we do step outside and we do have to like interact with daily life. What is that looking like? Um, comfortable. I guess that's the best way to describe it. So it's like in the beginning, like what you were saying, um, when it, it was more in my face, since I used that phrase, it was like, it's like when you buy a new pair of shoes, right? Mm. And you're excited about those new pair of shoes. And it's like, oh, I got whatever it is, red bottoms, LeBrons, Jordans, whatever. And you just, oh, yes, new shoes, new shoes. You're rocking your new shoes every day. You're taking care of them. It's like, oh. And then you get to this point where you love your new shoes. You still rock them. But... It's not the same. Now it's just more comfortable. Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just grabbing my Jordans to put on a day, you know, with this outfit, you know, it's, it's, it's more of like a a comfort thing to me. You know, they might be more broken in, like broken in a bit more. Um, It's, it's not that adrenaline rush, you know, the integration. I, I, I see exactly what you're talking about. That point where it's like, Oh, uh, it's like, um, what is that? Unconscious by unconscious. I don't know. Look, I'm going to make this up as best as I can. But somebody (laughs) somewhere talks about you. There's four stages of like change or transition. You go from incompetence to competence in some way. I don't know. I need to research that. Might cut that piece out. Who knows? Or I might just (laughs) let y'all know that I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, I just don't know. Anyway, um, and that's what it sounds like a little bit is you went from unconscious awareness to awareness. Before, like since we are getting into it and without getting into it, let's go back. Let's how did you find this? What was like what was life like before you found the principles? Um well, I always pretty much in my life struggled with a history of depression even before I knew I was struggling with depression, I was just sad a lot. And I just tried my best to mask it and hide it. Um, It wasn't until later where um, I went through a um, sexual assault and then I got diagnosed later with PTSD, okay? So then it was PTSD with depression. And I I had my stages with that, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't doing well with activities of daily living. Um, I was having nightmares in my sleep. And then um, I worked on trying to get therapy at the, um, at Veterans Affairs, because I used to be in the Air Force. And that helped a little bit to where I wasn't having nightmares in my sleep again. However, um, I was still getting sad a lot. And there would be times where 
I would be triggered by something, whether it would be um, watching a movie, you know, reading an article, something would trigger, you know, and I would be in that either really, really sad, depressed state or kind of hypervigilant state. And um, I would do my best to hide it, you know? Oh, okay, well, if I show that I'm happy, if I look happy, if I act happy, then I'll be happy or, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be all right. I've, I've survived the worst. You know, I'm not having nightmares anymore. So this is the best it's going to get. I need to be grateful for this. And this is just life. So um, that's pretty much where I was until I ran um, across a Facebook post of a friend of ours. And, you know, as you know, Rob, and um, I saw him posting, he kept posting about letters to Sid, and I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I didn't know who Sid Banks was. Huh? Were you and Rob friends? Y'all were friends before you found his page or? Well, we were in the military together. Yeah. We knew each other. But uh, okay. Um, okay. it was like in the 90s and it was our first duty station. <laughs> so we knew each other, but and we hung around some of the same people, but we didn't really have a um, a real deep friendship or personal relationship. So I wound up getting stationed to England and I think he wound up getting stationed to Turkey. And then that was it. And then um, I didn't run across him again until I saw the Facebook post. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's cool to know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you found the Facebook post. What was on the Facebook post? Do you remember? Yeah, it was letters to Sid. So I think y'all were celebrating Sid Banks' anniversary. um, And I kept seeing that he kept showing that or posting that. And I kept thinking, this has got to be important because he keeps posting the same thing over and over again. And let it be known too, that I was surprised because um, when I saw his pictures on Facebook all these years later, he looked like a different person. When I say different, I mean, when I knew him when he was younger, um, he just kind of radiated anger, anger and just a closed, shut off kind of vibe. So to see on Facebook this totally different person, you know, and to be able to kind of feel that through Facebook, I was like, well, what is he doing? Something has happened because this is not the same person. Like, I could tell it's the same person, but it's not the same person. So I Googled Sidney Banks to find out who he was. Uh, I found out he was a welder. I was still confused. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe Rob's in college and there's something more to this than I, you know, I don't know. So I kind of left it alone and um, I went to his website and cause he advertised that in his, or, you know, he posted that in his post. So I went there and saw that um, he had a place where you could put in your email. So I thought, well, I'm a veteran. He's a veteran. I like to support veterans. You know, this is obviously his business. Let me just put my email in. And I just forgot about it. And um, I want to say it had to be some months, months later, I got an email, a random email talking about what his greatest fear was. And it was skydiving. And he detailed that in detail. And meanwhile, you know, I was like, well, okay. At the end, he was like, well, now what's your greatest fear? So fear has always been an issue with me growing up. So I sent him what my greatest fear was, which is what had happened to me. And um, 
after I did it, I remember I thought I was going to throw up. I was like, oh my God, why did I do that? Like this person is basically a stranger. They're going to think I'm crazy. But um, that's not how he responded at all. He was just like, wow, that's a lot. You know, I think I could help with that. Would you like some help? That's it. That's so, so. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So y'all, you, you knew Rob long time. I think this is so valuable as we talk about climbing our personal summits is there is a connection. There is a thing that happens to us years before and or after we could even imagine something coming from it. And then we meet somebody again for the first time all over again. And it's beautiful to see that you didn't stress yourself out about what was being said, but you did hear something in it. And that's, that's what's valuable is anytime we start to hear truth, like it moves us in a direction. And so once you started moving in that direction, you started working with Rob, that's how come we're talking about you. You might have had it in your face at one point, and now it's something that you've settled into like a comfortable pair of shoes. What was it like when it was feeling like it was just in your face? Oh, honestly, Danny, I thought I was losing my mind for a minute. <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? And um, I found myself second guessing a lot of my thought patterns and things that I grew up with for so long thinking that, oh, it has to be this way. It has to be that way. Um, this means this that means that, or this doesn't mean this, or, you know, just shaking up how I look at the world and how I viewed it and my interactions in it. Um, you got an one example? Big, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely relationships and relating to um, people in the community. Um, it was interesting because when I first came in and I thought I was being myself, you know, I kept saying that, just be yourself. I thought I was being myself. And I realized I wasn't being myself. It's, it's when I slipped into just being who I am from the heart, being me, pure me, not worried about anything else, how I look, how I sound. What if I say this and it means that? Um, what if they don't like this? When I let all that go and was just pure Danielle, it's just like the people that are your tribe, they just come to you. They just show up. <laughs> so there. So right now, I just moved to Colorado, and um, we had a moth apocalypse. It, so it would seem. So it was about three, four days ago. Moths everywhere. We was like, oh my gosh! Did nobody tell us about the moth problem here? <laughs> And we reach out to somebody like, oh, yeah, there's a moth season. Um, they're just migrating from point A to point B. And the difference in my approach to moths between I think I need to eradicate these things out of my house to, oh, they're just passing through. They just need a safe place to stay for the night was tremendous. Now, nothing outwardly changed. The moths are still everywhere. There's like eight, ten of them flying the house when you got the light on at night. It's kind of creepy. But they all fly back out in the morning. It's a very interesting scenario. But that's what you're saying reminded me of that. It reminded me of the fact that sometimes 
that's what what it looks like. Man, I'm gonna be honest. Your story is just like captivating, like super captivating. The way you came into it, the way you found these principles, it's like a moth. This moth season for me, it's fascinating. So anyway, back to the podcast. I'm over here reminiscing about how comfortable <laughs> shoes is like these moths over here. I don't even know how my brain's putting that together, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We've not even begun to talk about what is your summit. We've not even begun to talk about how this has impacted your journey towards that summit. And that's what I would like to get into next. Okay. Is tell me about what is that ultimate goal for you, the summit, that thing that's pulling you um, like a moth to a flame, I guess. <laughs> what is that? Um, really, I want everyone to be able to feel what I felt, you know, coming from where I was to where I am today. So for me, I got there through love connection, understanding that I'm not walking alone. Um, just understanding that what you're going through, you're, you're not, you're not alone out there. So the, one of the biggest things I love that I've realized is that, you know, hurt people, hurt people, but heal, heal people, heal people. So it's like when people open up and they share their journeys and they share their stories, you know, for that person that might've been painful, but there's purpose in that pain that you went through, you know? And when you're sharing it with someone else, that's like medicine to them because they can see themselves in that. You know, there's so many stories I've heard from other people. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? Me too. Like I went through that or I experienced that or whatever it is, but I would have no way of knowing if they didn't share their story, you know? And I think as human beings, um, we're so hesitant to do that. We want everything to stay so private, you know? And, oh, this person can't know about that. They can't know about this. You know, I got to appear like that. No, you know, in your, in, in all of our brokenness, and we're not broken, but in all of our brokenness in, the, in our thoughts, when we're thinking we're broken, there's healing in that because there's someone out there who's going to hear about it and like, oh yeah, me too. But they're going to see you and be like, oh my gosh, you went through that too, but look at you, you know, you're over here just doing your thing, but you went through what I went through. So how are you doing that? You know, talk to me, give me, give me the deeds. So that's what I really want everyone to understand and know that you are not walking this alone. You are not by yourself. I don't care what the situation is, but we as humans, um, we have this illusion to think that we're isolated, that what we go through is just isolated and it's just individual to us. No one else could possibly understand what I've been through or what I've gone through. So. Is that the way... You getting started on the journey and coming through your life events, from your life events, getting into, because you were, like you said, you were coaching. Were you coaching before you learned about the principles? 
Oh, you weren't coaching at all before the premiere. Oh. Well, you know what I'm going to say? And I can say this because I recognize it. I've been coaching all throughout my life, but just didn't know it. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tell me, like, tell me about how that that overlays. Um, me really understanding in the beginning, like, there were times where, um, going hearing the things that I used to hear about myself growing up. Oh, you're too nice, and you're too this, and you need to be harder. You're too trustworthy, and all these different things. But it was funny because although people would tell me all these things, everybody would gravitate towards me because there was something about our conversation that made them feel better. And I couldn't understand why. And before I became aware and more conscious of things, you know, being in this understanding, I used to always think, oh, there must be something wrong with me because I attract all these broken people or angry people or people with all these problems and they all want to just come to me. I just attract them. So I'm attracting them. There's something wrong with me. When in reality, I've come to the point now, present day, and realize, no, there's not anything wrong with me. Danielle, they're attracted to you because God put something in you to help heal them. Uh, That's why they're coming. (laughs) uh, This understanding has helped me personally get in touch with my relationship with the divine in a different way. And to hear the fact that now you're able to feel, to express the gift that was given to you at birth is beautiful. To hear that your mountain that you have climbed, you've been climbing it your whole life. You just now woke up to the fact that you're climbing it. And now you're able to give back. And I know you're giving back because you've invited me to some of the events that you do. You've, you've let me see some of the, the recordings that you have. So if you out there and you need something like that, Danielle, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a minute. So I'll <laughs> let y'all have that in just a minute. But she is powerful to have just been in this understanding for a year to recognize how it has impacted your life and how you now can impact other people's lives. I feel as if we've talked about how it started, which was your own personal trauma. We've talked about where you are right now, which is comfortable in your own being as a person. And I I was wanting to run courses for a long call time called Just Be You. People are like, what does that mean? I am myself. Just like you said, there's this version of us that we think that we have to be, that we need to be. And then there's a different version of us that just like allows things to happen as they are intended to happen. And that little difference there makes all the difference. So now that we've talked about where you are, what do you see for yourself? Okay. What's next? <laughs> All right, there we go. I like that. I like that. You got the emphasis on it this time and everything. But um, as you know, I just finished up a six-month training. So, um, What training? Um, it was, um, if you know uh, Rohini and Angus Ross, it's their training. It's called the Rewilders Guide Training. Oh, and um, okay. yeah, so six Shout months. The Wilders. 
Yes. Shout out to the call of the wild. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, it, it, it was a, a really deepening of me understanding, um, some of the things that come with coaching and yeah, I might have been doing certain things all my life, but, um, some things I hadn't been doing as well as I thought, like listening. So I used to think that, um, oh, I'm a great listener because, you know, I listen and I interact with the conversation and at the end I can tell them what they said and I'm a great listener. Just pat myself on the shoulder here. And then I came and found out that, no, Danielle, you're a sucky listener (laughs) because, you know, there's a deeper level of listening that has nothing to do with during the conversation, you thinking about what you're going to respond with. You know, it's not that. So um, from learning about that to other things that come with, um, you know, doing any type of coaching course or certification course, I'm in a place now where um, I feel really sound about my decisions, at least a lot more sound than I was before. Um, I may still have some questions about coaching, but I'm pretty I'm pretty solid on um listening to my own inner wisdom and my intuition about something and the things I have coming up. So I have my homo sapiens group, which I've been doing that for a few months now. And homo sapiens is just a, um, a group web, a webinar once a month group webinar where we all come together and we're talking about a particular topic, very interactive. Um, I do tend to have guest speakers on there. And I know one month was uh, dealing with mental illness and suicide. Um, one I did recently, it was kind of interview style with a faith-based rap artist, and that was real fun. Um, the next one I have coming up is on grief and um, dealing with the five stages of grief. So it's just, you know, homo, homo sapiens means wise human in Latin. And I always thought that was a cool word because at our core, that's what we are. We're wise humans. So it's just a bunch of wise humans coming together and, you know, interacting and sharing stories and all those wonderful things here, I guess, speakers and things like that. So that's one thing. Um, I have a podcast that I started and I'm going to get started. So, you know, I'll be reaching out to you, you know, since you do it so well, (laughs) getting some more information about that. So I'm looking forward to that. And it deals with um, parenting the neurodiverse population. My son is on the autism spectrum. And um, I have found that I run into so many parents whose children are dealing with that ADHD, autism, and even um, other special needs diagnoses. And, you know, it's funny because they're asking me questions and then learning some things from my experience, but I'm learning some things from them too. And I'm just like, we need to do this more. There needs to be some kind of exchange more and, you know, a platform for resources and things for these parents out here because um, they want to give the best to their children. And just like with the coaching community and, you know, with relationships, what I found is when you are opening up, when people are opening up and just sharing their experiences, wonderful things can happen. So between the podcast, Homo Sapiens, um, I've been letting people know that I do coach one-on-one. So anytime they want to have a, a session and, First session, we don't even have to worry about payment. We don't even talk about any of that. 
we could just get on a call and jump into a conversation. I like to look at my conversations like experiences. You know, each conversation I have with someone is a new experience. So, you know, um, or we can experience each other. So, yeah. I love that. Everything, but you're talking about some heavy topics. <laughs> talking about some heavy topics. And I, like, it's so interesting to hear you laughing, hear you having fun and finding joy, even though you right. had your trauma, even though you had your experiences. Like, how or what is it that is allowing you to bring lightness to these heavy conversations? I just realized I'm looking at it like instead of these experiences are here to weigh me down or um, here to make me feel like I can't get above water, they're here for me to share because like I said, it's, it's to help someone else. So the more I do this, the better it feels, the more I'm, I'm sharing with others, the better it feels. And then as far as tapping in joy, I've learned that recently more with um, connecting with nature. Um, I love the beach. I love the ocean. Um, I love trees. I'll go and name my trees and talk to them in a minute. <laughs> um, you know, and just learning to tap in more of a creative space. Like, I didn't even know that I loved to paint. I didn't even know that I could paint. It wasn't until one day I was just like, you know what? I want to try painting and see. And I have an artist as an, as an aunt and I still never, you know, so once I tried it and what I love about it is the fact that it's not about the product. Yeah. I like it. If it comes out good, you know, that's fun. But what I really love is the process, you know, something about when I'm painting and I'm not thinking about anything and I can just be in the joy of the moment of what I'm doing and what I'm creating that just brings me joy. That is exactly how it sounds like you're running your business. It sounds like that. that's exactly how life is showing up for you. And, and I think that it's beautiful that we can go through what we have to go through. Because I've been through some stuff. You've been through some stuff. Everybody's been through some stuff. Yeah. But when we come together and we share when we come together and we talk about some of the struggles on the journey to whatever personal summit that you have, there's just this beauty in the exchange. And I want you guys and ladies to know that Danielle is somebody that you can reach out to. She is somebody that you can have a conversation with. And there's so much more that we could talk about, not today, but repeat <laughs> guests, I'm assuming. Oh, um, yes, definitely. Yes, yes. Uh, because even like when you started talking about the neurodivergent population, my daughter's mother has three neurodivergent children. So like that, it, it hits very close to home. Um, when you started talking about how you attracted certain type of people, I as well thought I was, because, you know, they say the, the five people that you, you most closely associate with are going to be how, who you are. And I never like understood that because when I was, even when I was 10, 11 years old, where it's four of us on the block, one of the kids is a little slower than everybody else. I'm always the guy that got him on the team. I'm like, yo, I'm taking 
his name was Greg. I'm taking Greg. So it'd be me and Greg versus these. One was a college athlete and the other was, he was just real good at shooting basketball. But the point is, is I as well thought that I was broken. You may be somebody out there and you are climbing your own personal summit and you may think that you are broken, which you're not. Please reach out to Danielle. Please reach out to someone because you very well may have talents and abilities that you can express, that you can put out there in the world. And just a little bit of coaching goes a long way. Um, thank you so much, Danielle, for sharing thank your story. You. Thank you for lighting me up like a Christmas tree, helping me <laughs> remember the feeling. If there was, you know, I, I left this question for Rob as if there was something that you could tell the men out there, um, what would it be? So if you could tell women uh, or humans, either one, I, you know, I'm not biased either way. What is something that you would leave that person or people with? If I can tell, you said women are humans, period? Yeah, either way. Whoever it is, what's the message? Okay. okay. The message is that no matter what you've been through, there is purpose in your pain that you've been through. Um, it's not random. Everything that's happened to you thus far in your life has happened to you for a reason. You may not know what that reason is yet, but it's for a reason. And the reason is so much bigger than you can ever imagine. So I know it may be uncomfortable. I know at times it may hurt. But if you just lean into that pain a little bit, you'll find your freedom. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all keep climbing y'all's personal summit, and we're going to see y'all with this good, these good interviews, man. Follow the feeling. Follow the feeling.